Hey, very good morning to you. Today on the programme, we're looking at traffic chaos um, in t- twice this morning indeed, but traffic chaos because the farmers are standing with their fellow European farmers. We'll be going to that shortly. Just brace yourself and don't get too cross now. Today also look at major fundraising uh, continues for Lean. The Novena is coming to town. The Galway International Rally takes place this weekend as well. Give you details on that. We've got the Connacht Tribune headlines uh, today on the programme as well. Ours to protect. We're looking at much more between now and 12 midday. Also, Porrick Jack joins us in studio and we'll have some music all the way from Inishmore. That and more between now and 12 midday. Good morning to you. Now it's the 1st of February, so it is. So it's the first day of spring, and I have to say that um, I'm going to do this and this for you first off, though. Uh, I have to say that uh, this morning I was jumping into the car early this morning, and this is what greeted me as I uh, went to go into the car this morning. This, this just did, wait for it. it. Comes in a second now, so it does. So I was putting my briefcase in the car, I was putting my soup in the car, and all of a sudden, isn't it just beautiful? And in that, there was a blackbird, there was a thrush, and there was a robin, all fighting for my attention this morning. Isn't it lovely, though? So we're going to leave that playing throughout the programme for every guest that we have today. I'm, I'm joking, joking, joking. But yeah, uh, today is the first of spring, and uh, unfortunately... Uh, or fortunately for everybody, the birds are out and about, so they are, and they're making their nests, and otherwise, they're making their nests, and otherwise, so they are. And, um, yeah, if you have sounds like that out there, you might be good enough to, um, you might be just good enough to send them into us, please, and you can do so to 86 38 33 uh, I think it's it's really is magical, really. Yeah, no. Um, so there you go. Any other bits and pieces uh, coming at the program too? We've ours to protect today. Mm, we do. And I see also that uh, our good friend uh, Gabby has got a good story in today's Irish Independent. And uh, it's, they're talking about uh, leasing planes to deport people. And it's going to be starting shortly. So people who say that they don't leave the country and they go missing and all that, just read it online if you want with uh, Gabby there. They are going to be... Um, leasing planes to deport people who did not get legal status. So that's going to happen as well. Anyway, let's uh, move on today to the uh, programme because I got a call yesterday indeed from Roy O'Brien from the IFA and unfortunately I didn't get back to him. The phone is just hopping since one day and thank you for all those calls. Um, but then I got him this morning uh, but he said to me that they're actually... The Irish farmers are being uh, urged to so, show their support this evening for their European colleagues. So the Irish Farmers Association, which is Roy's organisation, has organised a series of um, tractor protests right across the country in every county. So lo and behold, this morning, before he jumped into the car and I was reading all this and I called him, I decided, hang on a second, is this going to affect Galway? And it is. And Stephen Canavan, who's the uh, county chair of the IFA, uh, joins me on the line today. Stephen, good morning to you. Morning, Keith. How are things? You're standing in to support your European colleagues, so you are, but you're also going to bring Galway City to a, a gridlock uh, this evening. Uh, you're, le- you're leaving from Carnmore Cross at what, five o'clock now? Uh, well, it's probably less than five. We're, we'll, we'll do our utmost to, to cause uh, the minimum amount of, disru- of disruption to traffic, if we can. How many of you do you reckon will come in, Stephen? In- I'm sure. I don't know. We'd, we'd be hoping we'd have 40 or 50 tractors. 
Well, that's going um, to I hate I hate to burst your bubble for you. I don't do it very often. That's going to cause mayhem. So it is between between five o'clock and eight o'clock in the city. Well, we'll say we'll say between six and eight. Doesn't make any odds. It's, it's still a busy period. But anyway, you've decided to do it. What is the route going that's to it, be? Yeah. What is the route going to be, Stephen? Oh, so we're hoping to proceed from 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 Greenwich. You know, we have to talk to the Gardaí first and 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 try and and put a plan, an exact plan in place. But we're hoping to come down and shoot in around Lakatoya, go up around Air Square, come out Prospect Hill and disperse at that. That's the general thinking this minute. Okay. You know? yeah, just be careful. And uh, you haven't spoken to the Gardaí yet on this, have you? Well, Roy has made contact with them, but we haven't sat down with them just yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's great support for the farming community out there, but I think bringing Galway City, no matter what day of the week it is, is gridlocked enough. Um, but I think bringing 40 or 50 machines like this into town... I think you might rue the day because there'll be a backlash to it. You've decided to do it in solidarity with your European colleagues. That's fine. That's it, yeah. But, but it's 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 um, it's. I think it's it's going to blow up, um, and I think people won't be very happy with it. But look, you've made it. Why would your European? Well, the only thing we we be going in towards town, perhaps in that time of the evening, and most people be going out the way. So it mightn't be just as bad as people people might think, and and. People have an opportunity perhaps to, to leave town a little earlier if they can to have, I reckon, uh, forewarned as for Adam. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have a go. Uh, just talk to me though, because I'm, I'm confused. I don't mean I'm not being smart with you at all. I greatly respect you, but what's going on in Europe that you're supporting? Or, or what are they looking for in Europe that you're supporting uh, here in Ireland? Well, we have the very same issues here in Ireland as they have in Europe. And perhaps we're not as vocal about them. But, um, look, it's 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 the amount of bureaucracy and 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 legislation we have to adhere to now that we didn't have to in the past. Uh, our incomes are, are forever decreasing, and people, as I as I heard a, 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 a phrase mentioned in the last few days, enough is enough. Mm. Um, you know, like take our single farm payment has been cut, more demands on it with with environmental issues. We, we've had the farm to fork. We're, we're, we're more and more uh, inspections and, and stuff to go through to, to, to adhere to that. Uh, nature restoration bins, nitrates directives, like the, the whole nitrates, that was decided in Europe and just imposed upon us without ever any consultation with us. Uh, we have a lot of stuff put in place to try and alleviate the concerns uh, uh, surrounding uh, the environment and emissions and water quality, and they were never given a chance to work. We weren't even listened to. And mm. and and you know, the, the minister and the Taoiseach can, can be believed the very same sort of attitude towards farmers. You know, but the, the, there's a potential to make a difference here, Stephen. And the difference that you um, that you can make here is go for election. Uh, and and let the IFA put forward candidates in the election and let them be part That's of the solution to it. That was something that the IUPA have decided a long time ago that they were going to be uh, not get involved in, in the politics of the thing. We're, we're primarily a lobby group, and 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 that's the way we intend to remain in the short term, at least. You know, and and the option is there for the IUPA to, to our, our farmers to support whatever candidate that they feel um, uh, embraces their feelings are their, their enterprise or their sector best, you know? And I, I understand that. Just uh, want to just break for one second. Stay with me, Stephen. Uh, the M6 is closed inbound. Um, sorry, the uh, M6, I'm told, is closed inbound. 
uh, there's an accident there. So it, it's reduced. I don't believe it's closed, uh, but it's reduced inbound. And the traffic, I'm told, just is nearly back as far as Athenry. Uh, this morning, so there's a six-car crash there. Just be careful. We'll give you full updates on that as we get them. Uh, but Stephen, coming back to it, I mean, what, I mean, surely, I mean, from if 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 you have problems in Ireland, there's problems right across Europe. I mean, this is where the European Parliament and this is the people that will be elected in June of this year in the European elections. Surely, those MEPs are the ones that can sort this out for you. We have we have tried negotiation with them. We have appealed to them. We have lobbied them. And we have everything. But it's fears befalling our deaf ears, <coughs> and. Certainly, certainly, uh, the, the the protests in Europe are, are what prompted the IFA to do the same thing here, and to stand in solidarity with all the, with the farmers of Europe. Do you know? Um, we have fifteen MEPs in, in Europe, and and look at, they, in our opinion, they have failed as badly on the nature restoration bill last summer. Every one of them, without 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 exception, and um, so. When 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 we're not being heard, or when 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 what we're saying is not being taken on board by anybody, or they're not even prepared to sit down in a meaningful way and discuss these things with us, uh, our options are limited, and we're kind of making a stand. And 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 I make no apologies for that for anyone, like you know. And if, if it disrupts Galway people and Galway city, uh, that's unfortunate. But look, we don't get everything our own way, you know. You don't, but I have to say that um, there's 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 great growth for uh, the farming community. So there is right across uh, Ireland. There there is, but I think bringing cities. I mean, every every county is affected by this, but but, but by bringing the counties uh, and say the likes of Dublin, Cork, Limerick, Galway, uh, Castlebar, you're there in McHale Park, uh, starting there. But I think bringing it to a gridlock, certainly a city like Galway or Dublin, it it doesn't all go well because they get people get just get frustrated. So we'll have to wait and see. I I, I hope. We I hope I'm wrong, Stephen. I wish. I, I hope was. you are too. But I, and I hope that we don't cause the disruption that that you're you're you're, you're uh, prophesizing. But nonetheless, we're going to have a go at it, and and we, we'd like people to understand where we're coming from. You know, uh, Big Brother is watching us all the time, and and our hands are tied. We're limiting what we can do. More and more being asked for us. We're being blamed for 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 um, global warming. We're being blamed for a lot of things, and and my people certainly believe that we're not the primary problem, and and uh, we're not being listened to. You know. Well, I'd I'd agree with you on all of that. So I would, and, and the farming community are getting a very uh, you know it's, it's it's tough enough. So it is, and emissions and all of that type of thing. And then you see what's happening in in China that they don't really give a damn. And it's happened w- in the M50 alone, like the amount of cares that's going on, is, and yet our cows are being blamed for it. Yeah, no, no, you know, I've I, 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 been asked to take cuts and cuts in income. You know, yeah. I don't know that people fully appreciate what's happening on the ground. You know, you see, I don't think it's understood, Stephen, because people see big these big tranches of um, land and they see cattle and they see big sheds and they see all of that, and then they think those that are non farmers think that you're making an absolute fortune and because you have land that you're worth millions a year, absolute millions each and every and, one of and, you. And perhaps. Perhaps we are worth a good bit of money, but all them sheds are not—they're not there for the luxury of it. They're they there be primarily because we have to—we have to—we have to comply with with, with the different directives regarding storage, storage, and whatever, and animal housing. Uh, they're not a luxury at all, and they're costing thousands and thousands. And most people are paying them back for half a lifetime, as, as long as a mortgage. Mm. You know, um, look at—we're we, 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 we very important to everybody, whether they realise it or not. A lot of people think that. Their food comes from the supermarket. Well, it doesn't. It comes from farms across Europe. 
and, and everybody relies on it. But our margin and our livelihood is getting squeezed and squeezed, tighter and tighter, mm. to the point that we're failing at this stage to bring younger people into the sector. Do you know? And, and the older people are just getting fed up. And morale is at a long, an all-time low. I know that. There's been schemes and schemes announced by the government, and, and the take-up on them is very low. Yes. Because there's too much red tape, too much bureaucracy, too much being estimated, and the guys just have enough. All so right. we have to make a stand someplace. Um, just just uh, giving you some of the comments that are coming in I have to give them to you as it is how about you disrupt your own parishes and villages coming into a city where you are not wanted uh, Keith this uh, caller said uh, I'm 100% behind the farmers imagine getting beef in from Brazil and Eamon Ryan trying to cut the herd uh, for climate he's flying around the world emitting emissions and well done to the farmers on this one and uh, what does those farmers mean uh, working people don't interrupt those farmers uh, too much heed taken of them, free money from Europe, working people crippled with taxes uh, from there. Another person said, just go on the social welfare, best job of all. Doubt uh, you don't have to do anything and the money comes in every week. And uh, just, there, yeah, there's there's mixed stuff well, coming that, in. That, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a huge issue with us, Keith. Like, this time last year, the, the minister accommodated 46,000 people into an acre scheme, 15,000 more than he intended to. And yet there's 17,500 of these people not paid to date. They paid out a tranche of it in the middle of December and they didn't pay the rest of 17,000 people and won't be paid for the, at least a month, I'm, think, I'm told. Okay. All of our, our European payments were delayed this year because of extra red tape and... and no, no, and, I get uh, it. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, it. like, I wonder, I wonder would, the, would the ordinary working people that are talking, would they wait two months for their wages mm-hmm. and for their money? I wonder with the people on social welfare, the social protection, like, would they wait? They couldn't afford to wait. That's when you'd see protests and when you'd see, you'd, you'd see destruction or dis- yeah. disruption. Ju- you know? ju- some of the other comments coming in, well done to the farmers. Uh, people don't realise they need to be fed. Another caller said, well done to Stephen. The only way to protest is to bring things to people's attentions and it can be tough on people from there. Somebody else on the telephone line has said here today, Within the next 10 years, we will have a food shortage in Ireland. By food, I mean vegetables, etc. We need to bring back tillage like De Valera did. And, uh, yeah, the support there. Let's take it through, though. Somebody wants to know, when is it going to happen? So, it's taken place uh, this evening, leaving Carnmore across Grealish's and Carnmore, as many of the, your crews you can pull together from the farming community. You'll be coming in, I take it in, right through uh, the junction there at the Clayton Hotel. And what's the rest? You're going to come in, lock it all you eventually, so you are. So you'll have yes, to... Yes, that's, la- that's the hope now. Like, yep. like, that's not sitting as the one way that we okay, certainly yeah, So you'll to. be turning left at the um, trappers. At the trappers, at the trappers. And you'll be coming down then through yeah. uh, past Thermo King, straight down then past the Well Park Retail Centre. Uh, through that, through the Huntsman, you'll be going down lock it all you're turning right at the Galmont Hotel. And you'll be going yeah, up there, turning around the docks. I don't know which, like, you know. Can't go down. What I really haven't just finalised the finer details of it yet. Now, so you might um, go. In, you might go into the docks and then down through the docks and then up Merchants Road, really, and, yeah. and then up Air Square, depending, and, and then on, depending on traffic and depending on, and we're we're going to, we're going to be led by the Gardaí here on the best route to to uh, avoid as much disruption as possible. You know. Yeah, but the Gardaí uh, can't we're, condone we're, we're, such. We're, yeah, the Gardaí can't condone. Um, a protest like this, they'll work with you, but they can't condone it. Come here, listen, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Uh, well, we won't actually because we're in um, Mullia tomorrow morning, but if it's very bad, we'll go to you uh, tomorrow morning. But thanks. Oh, there's farmers in Mullia as well heading into, into Galway tonight. Good, I'm sure one good. of them will talk to you.
Absolutely. You know? So well done to the IFA, this caller said. And what, what Eamon Ryan is going... What, sorry. What's Eamon Ryan going to Brazil for, for St. Patrick's Day? It's not for organising or importing uh, Brazil nuts. It's beef. Fair play to the farmers. Good morning, Keith. I took a walk in Carey's Field in Lockray this morning. Uh, dog dirt all over the place. An absolute disgrace. Best wishes. And I'm all behind the farmers. Another one said, fair play to the farmers for standing up for themselves. Perhaps the rest of us are too complicit and just accepting what's done from there. And uh, Keith, well done to the farmers. Uh, people need to be fed and people need to realise what the farmers do. Stephen, thanks for joining us uh, today on the programme. That's uh, Stephen Canavan joining us, County Chair of the IFA. So if you intend coming to town tonight or getting out of town tonight, do it early. And uh, we'll keep you fully updated. Uh, Johnny will be on traffic this evening. He'll keep an eye on it as well. Now, the Ordelon Bistro, as part of the Ordelon Hotel, a well-known and much-loved and established Galway Hotel, has just introduced a new seasonal menu to service the locals and visitors to Galway. The Ordelon Bistro is perfect for all occasions, for um, uh, casual dining to special celebrations, including Valentine's, with a relaxed and inviting atmosphere from day to night and child-friendly also. Hot food is served uh, from the all-day menu, from 12 noon until 9pm and the Ortolan Kitchen team offers seasonal specials uh, with changes daily to make the most of the freshest produce and include delicious fish and roasts of the day as well. There's some power salad soups and signature sandwiches as well and the Ortolan Kitchen offers you a sumptuous afternoon tea available from 2pm until 4.30pm. So now, I've told you all about that. What I'm going to do is between now and say 11 o'clock this morning I'm going to give you a chance to win Bistro Lunch for four uh, listeners this morning. Don't do anything yet. We'll get you to do something in a minute uh, to the value of €100 euro, and you'll have an absolutely wonderful time. And they have their own kitchen in the Bistro, just uh, in the Bistro there and you can see them cooking your food and all that and it's lovely. So wait for that. I'll tell you when to call but wait for that. Quick commercial break and we're looking at a major fundraiser again this weekend. Stay tuned. <laughs> Now, very really good morning to you. We told you before on Thursday, October the 12th, 2023, the lives of Liam Davern of McCullough indeed and his family changed forever. And uh, his community have come together, really and truly. And we'll get an update on how he is in a, in a few moments' time. But I'm joined in the studio by his brother, uh, Patrick, and by Aidy Malloy as well, who's part of the Home uh, Hope for Liam uh, fundraising event. Aidy, I'm going to go to you first. Up morning to you. Thanks for joining us uh, today. Um, how is the fundraising going for you? Um, it is going fantastically. Um, the response from Moycullen and 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 beyond Moycullen has been amazing, and um, we're entering into the last weekend of the campaign now, and ho- hoping for a bumper weekend with lots of fantastic activities and events um, going on. So you ha- you have a date then to finish the fundraising, have you? Yeah, the plan is to wind up on on Monday. I mean, there'll there'll be other events happening, smaller events wow. um, outside of the main campaign, but um, the the committee really will wind things up by Monday, yeah. And what are you at currently, can I ask? We're in around 150,000, so hopefully we're on target for the 250,000. Wow. Do you think you'll get that much? You do? We do, we do. We're hoping now, um, all going well this weekend with all the fantastic events we have um, over the course, um, starting off tonight with cards at the school. Um, Tomorrow we've got a -a skip-a-thon at the school. There's a Michael and Musical Society are having their um, night tomorrow night um, in St. Nicholas's and they're giving some of the proceeds of that to the Hope for Liam campaign. Then on Saturday we have our auction for Liam which is um, going to be a fantastic night out in the Forge of Michael. You can register online for a ticket for 20 euros and that'll give you your bidding number 
and um, a PDF of all the fantastic prizes that are on offer there. We've got a DJ for the night, um, transport home so you can leave the car at, car at home. And um, it promises to be a, a, a night of great crack. I think Patrick's going to bring along his guitar. Um, Are so you, Patrick? <laughs> Maybe. No promises. But you'll have to come and find out on the night. Come here to you. I mean, the, the Ford to be rocking. I mean, what's the capacity, roughly? I mean... Oh, look, we'll make space. There's upstairs, there's outside, there's everywhere. So um, we'll have plenty of space, but um, it promises to be a great you, night. You have, and you have some, I'll come back to tonight's card game again, but mm-hmm. you have some great um, auction um, pieces, so you do. Yes, I think um, uh, I think everybody has their eye, including myself, on the Taylor Swift tickets. But um, Two chances. <laughs> Patrick is going by those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'd have to remortgage how, the house, I think. But, uh, how did you um, get Taylor Swift tickets? I, look at, you know, the, 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 we had a subcommittee. There have been many subcommittees. I think the great thing about this whole campaign is you see the different skill sets and energy and enthusiasm of um, people in our community. And so within the committee, we had a subcommittee um, of fantastic people and I don't know where they, they managed them. to get their hands on them, but they, they yes, there are four Taylor Swift tickets up for grabs. Four. For all the Swifties out there, yeah. That's going yeah. to, that'll raise a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And beyond that, there are some other fantastic prizes. There's a, um, a weekend away in Ballina Hinch. There's a weekend away in Renvala House. There are... I think, look, I'm not good on livestock, there, but there are definitely yeah. some livestock and offers. So, so where can they get details on the auction? That so go straight to hopefulliam.com and there's a link there where you can register for a ticket for 20 euros and that'll enter you into a raffle for, um, there are so many amazing prizes, all worth over 100 euros. So it's well worth registering for your ticket online anyway, mm. even if you can't make it on the night because you're in for something then. And do they have to be in the Ford for uh, the night yes. to, to make the bid? Um, no, you can also um, bid online um, okay. via Marti, and that's all under the Hope for Liam um, okay. tab if you go in there. But we'd love to see you on the night, and it promises to be a great night's fun. What time is that starting at? So it's starting at 7.30 in the Forge in Moycullen. And finish by 8.30, of course. Then you'll I'd be say it should be o'clock. wrapped up by about 9 o'clock, yes. Oh, yeah, in bed, <laughs> I bet. Tucked in. Um, come back to, and then on Monday you have a lovely event as well, so you have in Wildlands. Yeah, look at the Bohan family, as always, have been fantastic supporters of, of, of anything that happens in, in the community in Moycullen, but... Um, Wildlands for Liam is, um, takes place um, from 9 o'clock until 5 o'clock on Monday. So all proceeds from all the activities on Monday in Wildlands. 9 to 5? Yeah, yeah, they will all go towards... Um, yeah. I think the first activity starts at 10, but the, all proceeds will go towards um, the Hope for Liam campaign. So we're uh-huh. hugely grateful to the Bowen family, Faye and David, for um, giving the, the, the day to, to Liam. Uh-huh. And then come back to the, the, um, the game of cards tonight. Yes, yeah, Progressive 25. Um, it's so competitive. <laughs> we I trauma thinking of a cider, go on. <laughs> we're hoping tonight will be particularly um, competitive. Um, the uh, Look, at you, as you know, we have um, uh, Thursday night cards at the school um, every week. But tonight For a long, is a, long time. Yeah, yeah, and some fantastic people in, involved. I'm just going to name Nora King there because she keeps it going every week and um, makes sure that... Um, Look, one of the best things about the Hope for Liam campaign has been that it's all about community, young yeah. and old coming together. And pulling people them have, together, yeah. yeah. people of different... Um, if you want to go hurling on the road, if you want to go playing cards, if you want to go to a tea dance, this campaign has been just all about community mm. and how community looks after its own. 
And um, I think the cards are a, a great example of that. And there'll be plenty young and old there tonight. Um, lots of great raffle prizes on offer as well tonight. And lots of home-baked goods and um, delicious refreshments. How many do you think will come tonight for the card game in Thorini School? Um, well, we're hoping between 40 and 50 anyway. We'll have two classrooms open and we may open a third. Um, so we're, we'll, we're open for business. So um, come one and come all. And that kicks off at 8.30. Stay with me, Patrick. How, I- how are things going at home? And uh, how is Liam doing? Well, I suppose uh, small positive steps in the right direction. That's the message, really. Uh, last time we spoke, he was just getting out of the sort of minimally conscious state, and now he is fully conscious, and it's great. He's so polite. Like, any time a nurse gives him, uh, you know, a bit of medication or whatever, it's always thank you and please. Like, he's very mannered, and that that makes me quite proud. And even last night, we were watching the rosary together, from my Colin, Aideen here beside me was saying a prayer and he heard her voice and says, oh, that's a nice teacher. Like he remembered having Aideen in primary school and stuff. So it's um, it's amazing. Now, it's not without its setbacks. And I think people that have been through TBI, they will understand it better than sort of the everyday person because the brain is so unique. You know, you can have a heart, T- liver, TB- kidney. Tra- TBI stands for? Traumatic brain injury. Okay, and so that's what Liam had, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he is still... He's been transferred, actually, most recently to Merlin Park um, Rehabilitation Centre in Galway, where he has physio every day. He has speech and occupational therapy every other day, and he continues to push the boundaries and defy the odds. It is a long journey, though. It will be, yeah. Well, do you know what? It's an okay journey, because it wasn't looking good at the very beginning. Yeah, exactly. So now yes. it's, it's at least... it's. Um, so will we see him walking the road? That's the hope, anyway. You know, they are... Um, slowly starting to incorporate movement into them. Like, I was um, living abroad for a period. I've since relocated to Ireland, but in that transitory phase, uh, I was gone for about six weeks, just moving my stuff slowly back to Ireland to be here. And um, when I had left, you know, he could, like, barely move his arms, maybe wiggle his fingers. Now he can lift his legs, and he's working on one of his not-as-strong arms, we like to say. He keeps calling his weak arm, but we say, it's still strong, it's just not as strong as the other. Mm. Um, But he's he's so determined. You can just see it, everything, you know, gives 100% all the time, so... Aideen, the um when you when you hit the jackpot when you hit the the, the end the jackpot figure um what then do you try and do work with the family to see how the money can be used oh I think they're well placed to do that themselves and there's a lot of again going back to community there are a lot of people in the community who've already linked in with the Daverns and um, to support them in that regard so there are a lot of experts in that area already helping them out and and um our plan was just always to make sure, ensure that the money was there for any kind of the therapies that were required and whatever was going to be needed for Liam going forward, just to ensure a better future for him. And I think that that plan is proceeding well. And mm. there have been plenty of people linking in. We're not going to name call now, are we, Patrick? But everybody's there to wrap around them. Lots of people with great expertise and and the right skill set to to help them going forward. Those the key pieces to keep the rehab going and um, yeah. and to ensure that the money is in place to do that. And do you think, Patrick, will he have to go th- to the National Rehabilitation Centre in Dublin? That, I think, would be the, the end goal because they really do have, I mean, it is the National Rehab Centre, mm-hmm. you know, it's the top tier in Ireland. So, um, And that's not to say that it's not suffice in Merlin Park. They're doing great there as well. But obviously, I think anyone that has an accident of this calibre needs uh, 
sort of special care that maybe isn't seen in most parts of the country and so mm. that's why the NRH I think would be the the ultimate move I think yeah so well done. Uh, again, just hope for lean. That's the uh, figure four. So it's H-O-P-E, the figure four, numerical figure four, lean. And you can get further details from there, yeah. Um, can well, I just can, mention can we, as well? Can we give Aideen the last word? Can we use our mind? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go on. No, there's Trek for Liam happening in the Michael and Writing Centre um, on Sunday as well. And Sandra's number is on the Hope for Liam um, website there. And I have to give a great shout out to our 86 fabulous pe- pupils, Poshti, in um, Skullcombe on Torini tomorrow. We're doing a skip-a-thon from 9 o'clock till 2.40. Um, so we'll be all jumping... T- all the time? The whole day long, yeah. yeah. Not all of us at the same time, obviously, but um, so a big shout-out to our fabulous um, Poshti in Skullcombe on Torini. And, um, it'll be the fittest class in... the be the fittest school in the country. Well, we so already are, I think. <laughs> Listen, well done to you. Thanks, indeed, for joining us uh, today. And just keep in contact with us and give him our fondest regards and give mum and dad our fondest regards. And it will be lovely to see him trying to... Uh, just back in the village again. Just yeah. back, and I'm sure Mom is under awful stress as so she is. So, uh, yeah. uh, jo- Josie, Josie, and and her must be under awful stress. So let's hope that uh, it gets easier. Aidan, thanks for joining us today. And just to say thanks to yourself, Keith, and for the support, and wish you all the best in your retirement and coming. Who's that? Don't mention. <laughs> we don't mention that on the twelfth of April. Get away. Oh, and isn't Thank it amazing? He, he recognised your voice last night, so you must yeah, have been a nice sorry. teacher to him. Listen, well done to you, uh, Aideen uh, Malloy and Patrick uh, Devon. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Hope for Lean and uh, get further details uh, from there. Now, I have to wish you a very happy birthday to a lady that I know very well. And her name is Noni Cosgrove from Circular Road in uh, Galway. The Kelly family in Ardrahan uh, want to wish you, Mrs. Cosgrove, I couldn't call you Noni, but I will. Uh, it's your birthday today, 100 uh, years old uh, today. Your family will be with you today. And uh, I hope you got the check. And listen, hold on to it. Make sure you lodge it yourself, Noni. Uh, one of the nicest people you come across in life. And her daughter, Rosaline, will be, they're all living together now. Um, but uh, well done. Congratulations on reaching 100. A lovely person. She's part of the Cosgrove family and the the uh, uh, Billy Lawless's family. I was talking to Billy last night. He's back in Chicago. Um, but all of that, they'll have a hell of a hoolie now in Circular Road uh, tonight. And all the family will be around her. So if you know Noni in any way or otherwise, just wish her a happy birthday. Or you can text Rosaline or any of the girls uh, or Vincent O'Connor, any of them, just text and pass on the wishes uh, from there. Quick commercial break. We're back just after these. Now, a lot of comments uh, coming in about the farming community and uh, the only thing those farmers um, will bring uh, the poor working people who pay 50% of their wages and taxes to their knees at five o'clock this evening. Poor parents rushing to pick up children before six. Perhaps it's just affordable vehicles. Uh, wait until you see the John Deere tractors worth 100,000. Uh, go and see the cattle on their lands. No comparison to hard-pressed uh, working people with big mortgages. Here we are disrupting the city yet again when they're going, to, what are they going to gain? And uh, get to hell out of our community. By God, you won't get one of them on social welfare, the scholar said. And what does those farmers mean? Working people don't interrupt those farmers. It just the, the lines now, lads, are are fairly fairly rough this morning. I have to say, and I'll give you some of those in a moment as well. And uh, the I, the farmers are not getting much um, love this morning. That's all I'll say. I'm only saying, but they're not getting much love this morning. So they're not if they're bringing um, vehicles into town from five o'clock on today. Anyway, it's their choice. They're talking to the Gardaí. They haven't spoken to the Gardaí yet. It's their choice. And they are citizens of this country and they're important and they can decide what they want to do themselves. 
Now then, let me go to Helena O'Shea, who joins me on the line today. Helena, good morning to you. Thank you for having me. Not at all. You're the youth outreach leader with the cathedral, and we're looking at the um, Galway Cathedral Novena has been announced. Yes. It's the 40th year. That's right. Yeah, it's been going now for 40 years. Um, it's kind of an institution in the city as well. You know, I think we're all, we all know Novena season and the traffic and the big crowds in and out of the cathedral. And so, yeah, this is the, the 40th year. So we're expecting big crowds, thousands of people every day um, for the nine days. Um, so we're, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great uh, celebration and getting together for everybody. Now, we, we know that it's uh, running, and I, I give you the times. It's, the, it's uh, planned to have three novena sessions on the weekdays, which is 11 o'clock, 1.10 and 7.30. And then on uh, Sundays, they're going to be 10.30 a.m., 12.30, 3.00 p.m. and 6.00 p.m. You've interesting speakers again, so you have Helena O'Shea this week. Yeah. We have really, really great people. So obviously, as the novena is for nine days, um, and the theme for this year um, is hope. It comes from uh, Pope Francis' quote, above all, do not lose hope. And so all the speakers speaking differently about that. But we have on the first day, Damien Richardson, and he speaks about um, his journey through addiction and recovery. Um, Geraldine Mullen, who talks about uh, grief, um, she dealing with the loss of her uh, family and uh, speaks really beautifully about that. Um, we have Father Brendan Callan from the Redemptress. Um, and he's ministered around the world, South America and here in Ireland. And so he's going to come and speak to us. Um, we have Father Vincent Sherlock, who some people might know. He writes and preaches around the country and he's very popular. Kira Ferry is uh, involved in youth ministry across the country with Net Ministries for many years. She's going to come and speak as well. Paul Kyo, um, a school principal, um, uh, very experienced and gifted in music ministry and linking that with our faith. Um, our own Bishop Michael Dignan, then on Sunday, um, he's going to talk um, about hope. And that day, of course, a big day for families and uh, entrusting all of our families and our young people uh, to Our Lady. Um, the next day we have Suzanne Mulligan. She's a moral theology lecturer at St. Patrick's um, Pontifical University in Maynooth. So she'll be very interesting to speak to us as well about hope. And on the last day, um, the prior provincial of the Dominicans in Ireland, Father John Harris, a wonderful speaker as well. And he's going to talk to us about the, the transformative power of mercy. So wow. um, really good variety, um, something for everyone, I think, across the week. If there's something, you know, the novena is a great opportunity the point of it really is for us to bring our intentions. I think everyone, if you ask them if they had something they were hoping for and praying for, can think of something. And the novena is those nine days of prayer for our intentions and for us to pray as well for one another's intentions. Um, and then as well to have this kind of theme of hope around that and people speaking into it in different ways. Okay. It's a really wonderful opportunity. So uh, get in. I mean, we, we're going to give the the daytime ones as well. Uh, so the novena sessions for weekdays will be 11 a.m., 1.10 yes. and 7.30. Park responsibly. Uh, there is park special parking. Yes, there, do. There is special um, parking. Yeah, the team of the cathedral is fantastic. There's so many wonderful volunteers. So if you come, just give yourself a couple of minutes before the starting time to arrive and get parked and follow the stewards so that your car will still be there when you come out and won't be in anybody's way. And you'll get out as well much easier. Um, and they have great procedures and planning in place for that parking to cause as little disruption as possible to everybody else and to make sure everyone can get in and out safely. So that's an important part of arriving 
and leaving. Um, and each of the days as well, except for the Sunday, there is uh, for an hour beforehand and an hour afterwards a chance to have confession. So maybe you come a few minutes early and get a good parking spot up at the top um, and you can take a, a veil of that. Um, and then at night time, um, each of the days, with the weekdays, um, there's an hour of prayer as well. So maybe you're someone who can't make it in during um, every day for one of those sessions. You could join us from half eight to half nine for some prayer. Um, okay. Or if you're joining with the novena from home on the days you can't make it in, um, you the last session of every evening is going to be streamed as well online. And so can, lots of ways to get involved. So they can get that on Gold Cathedral website, they can get that on YouTube, they can get that on Facebook as exactly. well. Exactly. And all the times and everything, if anyone is unsure, um, they're all up on the Galway Cathedral website, nice and clear. Um, so it's going to be great. There's a wonderful atmosphere always at the Novena. Um, it's, you know, it a real community time. And, and it it's, it's all, I really encourage people if they haven't come before, they haven't been for a long time, to, to pop in at some stage so, over the, the week. Helena... Big question. Yeah. Do you want to phone a friend? Do you want to go 50-50? Do you want, what do you want to do? Will you take the question? I'll take the question. We'll give it a go. At, at what mass, uh, on what day, is the birthday cake going to come out for the 40th? Do you know, it's top secret. So <laughs> Because you I haven't decided have yet. <laughs> even I have not been told uh, what day we're going I to have that. It. But, so you'll have to come to as many as possible so that you don't miss to get it. Get a slice of cake. Listen, exactly. we'll go just for the pure enjoyment of it, not the cake at all. But Helena, thank you indeed for joining us today. Helena O'Shea, Youth Outreach Officer and Leader in Galway Cathedral there. We thank her for that. I'd have to throw a curveball, wouldn't I? And morning, Keith, I was driving in to work this morning. I had to pull over my car to vent my opinion on Stephen and the other farmers driving into Galway City tonight. As you remember, I'm a bus driver in Galway City. I experience the awful traffic on each and every day that I'm at work. Go away. And uh, there are always ways and means to make a point. Driving tractors through the city at the busiest time of the day is not a good one to do. Uh, the route Stephen said was planned needs to be looked at. They need to avoid College Road, Monavay Road, Chum Road, Bohemore Road, definitely Air Square, also around the cathedral. This is awful rush hour, especially at the hospital junction there. Working people want to get home. All this will do is make people angry and the farmers will lose support. I do support our farmers. However, this protest is a step too far. Why can't they just get a couple of tractors parked outside City Hall and College Road and the farmers can all meet up uh, with their placards? Uh, this would be a much better option than what's planned for tonight. Have a good day from there. And uh, other calls, I have time, don't I? By the way, do you fancy winning? Uh, that voucher for the bistro in the Ordelon that I told you about, and I'll tell you about again. Uh, just send in the word um, Ordelon, any way you want to spell it, and send that in right now to 086 and be in with the chance to win that beautiful bistro lunch uh, for four listeners indeed. You can bring them you want to the value of €100. Euro. And I'll remind you about that just after the news again. And morning, Keith. Unfortunately, this caller said... The growth for the farmers won't solve the problems. Put money in our pockets. The farmers' frustration in Ireland and across Europe has been building for the last few years. We have complied with every regulation, the carbon tax, etc., etc., and it just continues. And uh, farmers buy all inputs at retail, sell everything at wholesale, and pay the freight each way as well. I'll give you more of those comments in a minute. They're just coming in, but keep them coming into us on 086 and uh, do so straight away. Again, the farmers are making a point, we take that on board. And the public are making a point, we take that on board. There has to be a common ground in the middle. Let's look at it just after news.